This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Welcome to Dunedin Stories in Sound, a podcast series created by Sarah Mankelo, who is completing a science communication internship at the University of Otago. This podcast is part of an ongoing project, Aotearoa Stories in Sound, produced by Professor Nancy Longnecker at the Centre for Science Communication. It's late in the afternoon, the golden hour. I'm sitting in the Dunedin Botanic Garden. There are the sounds of birds all around. The view out across the city is beautiful. It makes the soundscape seem more like this. When really it is like this. There are other sounds too. Tiny sounds that I cannot hear the rustle of leaves or the hum of a bee in a rhododendron flower nearby. The city is roaring around these sounds, masking them. As a student in the city, I often visit the Dunedin Botanic Garden. It is one of many spaces in Otipoti where nature thrives and is celebrated. While the COVID-19 2020 lockdown was a time of uncertainty, nature benefited by suddenly having a chance to breathe. And as we slowed our fast-paced lives, our city soundscapes were noticeably quieter. Suddenly, even the tiny sounds of nature had a voice above the usual mechanical drone of city life. Lockdown reminded us how we often turn to nature for care of our well-being. Collectively, we found ourselves exploring and appreciating local wild spaces and tuning in to the world around us. Kia ora and welcome to the first episode of this podcast series, Dunedin Stories and Sound, with me, Sarah Mangdala. With a degree in ecology and music, I am captivated by the environment and by the sounds of nature. Like many of us, I also turned to nature during the COVID-19 lockdowns. As I tuned in to the world around me, I realised that sounds have stories to tell, and I wondered where there is meaning to be found in the soundscapes that make up the soundtracks of our lives. I've developed this podcast series as part of an internship at the Centre for Science Communication at Otago University. In this series, we consider the ways we connect with our local environments through sound, uncovering stories that these sounds can tell us. We hope by sharing some of these stories, it will inspire you to explore and appreciate local wild spaces and to tune in to acoustic Aotearoa. Join me on today's abstract audio adventure as we begin this series by unpacking the meaning of soundscape and acoustic ecology and explore what it means to live and listen in a noisy, industrialised world. Part 1. Unpacking the Soundscape Interest in understanding our sonic environments began in the 1960s with the Canadian musician and environmentalist Raymond Schaefer. Schaefer was part of a group involved in the study of acoustic ecology, which explores the relationship between humans and the environment, as mediated through sound. An acoustic ecologist sticks microphones into obscure places, up trees, into rock pools, under bridges in big cities, all over the place, 
to record, analyse and catalogue sound and to understand what unique combination of sounds make up different sonic environments. Schaefer is responsible for coining the term soundscape. A soundscape refers to our sonic environment and can be made up of any collection of sounds, a bit like a painting is a collection of visual attractions. A soundscape is playing in the background of this podcast. It's the soundscape of the Tairi River mouth just south of Dunedin. The Dunedin Botanic Garden has its own soundscape as well, as we heard earlier. Within a soundscape, there are different acoustic features. Sounds that blend together to form the background blur of a soundscape, Schaefer called keynotes. Other sounds are in the foreground, and we consciously pay attention to these. The sounds of bells, whistles, sirens or horns. These are called sound signals. Some sounds are distinctive to a particular geographical location. These features are called sound marks, like landmarks in a landscape. The call of the tui tells us we are home in Aotearoa. Different places have their own unique soundscapes, just as they have their own customs, culture, architecture or dress. Soundscapes can be defined more broadly too, as hi-fi, high-fidelity, or lo-fi, low-fidelity soundscapes. In a hi-fi soundscape, sounds do not overlap very often, and both foreground and background sounds are audible. In hi-fi soundscapes, there is balance and space for all sounds. They are associated with nature, nighttime, and pre-industrialised society. Alternatively, in lo-fi soundscapes, sounds are less distinctive, Sounds merged together into something more constant, more generic, a mass of anti-information or noise. Part 2. The Invasion of Noise Acoustic ecology grew out of a concern that many unique hi-fi soundscapes were being transformed into generic lo-fi soundscapes. We are well aware that toxic chemicals in the air we breathe and the water we drink can be harmful. Schaefer argues that the pollution of our sonic environments is just as real. From the beginning of civilization, we have been adding new sounds to the mix. The clang of a blacksmith's hanger, the roar of the combustion engine, and more recently, the sobering sounds of deforestation and glaciers melting as symptoms of climate change. The soundscapes we occupy in the developed world have become more complex, more overrun with generic lo-fi noise, to the point of erosion and extinction of many unique soundscapes, not to mention the extensive ecological damage associated with lo-fi environments, with the rampant loss of natural habitat and the wash of city noise impacting urban wildlife that rely on sound for communication. There's another problem too. With all this excess noise, we are losing our ability to listen. The World Health Organization has deemed that noise-induced hearing impairment is the most prevalent, irreversible occupational hazard worldwide. We are losing our ability to listen in a more abstract way as well. If I were to ask you to recall five environmental sounds you heard from today that don't include music, could you do it? 
It's not easy, is it? From research in Papua New Guinea, when the Kaluli men were asked a similar question, they could each recall the sounds of 100 birds. To the Kaluli men, sound is still a significant part of their connection to their environment. In the lo-fi city soundscapes of the developed world, the meaning of sound has changed and our perception of sound has been reduced. Often we are unable to hear meaningful sounds above the noise, making us isolated from our environment. We have polarised sound to the extremes. We hear things as loud or quiet, noticed or unnoticed, good or bad. Back in 2020, during the COVID-19 lockdown, did you notice the quiet of the streets from less traffic? Or did you notice the quiet sounds that suddenly had a voice above the usual city din? Often, we block out the noise with an acoustic perfume. Music. Part 3. The Extraordinary Ocean Soundscape. Let's step out of the city now and dive into a soundscape we do not encounter often. Sound has a different meaning in the ocean. All creatures here use sounds for the essential activities of life, to communicate, to find food, to find a mate. All ocean creatures have a unique voice. This is the song of a humpback whale. The clicks you are hearing are from a bottlenose dolphin. That otherworldly sound is a Waddell seal from Antarctica. The ocean, however, is suffering from an acoustic anthropogenic invasion. These are the clicks of a sperm whale, and in the distance, the boom of seismic air guns blasting for oil and gas. There is noise from shipping traffic and pile drivers here too. This is the soundscape of the industrialised ocean. These ocean sounds were kindly provided by Steve Dawson of the Marine Science Department at the University of Otago. Let's resurface to a more familiar soundscape. So, we are living in a time of noise pollution and sound overkill. But there is value in listening, and we can improve the quality of our soundscapes again, for ourselves and for other creatures that rely on sound for life. Schaefer thought of it like this. The world is one big ongoing musical composition, and we are all the composers in control of its creation. We control what sounds we put into the world and which sounds are lost from it. Whether we add more beautiful sounds or more noise, it's all up to us. Schaefer suggests a practical exercise we can try called sound walking which is a sort of meditative walk through an environment to maintain a high level of sonic awareness. Or more simply, we can reduce the number of sounds around us. If my voice stops, what do you hear then?
thank you for joining me on this acoustic adventure. The opening soundscape sequence you heard was inspired by the musician and acoustic ecologist Hildegard Westerkamp. For further information on the study of soundscapes, refer to Raymond Schaefer's book, The Tuning of the World, and visit the World Soundscape Project online. To learn more about noise pollution in our oceans and its impacts on marine life, search Sonic Seas in your web browser. This was episode one in Dunedin's Stories and Sound, where we explored the meaning of soundscape and listening in a noisy, industrialised world. Join us for future episodes, where we explore the life, history and sounds found in Dunedin's wild marine spaces. We will take an oral cruise down the Dunedin Harbour and talk to local experts working to connect people with Dunedin's marine wildlife, as well as to a music educator with expert knowledge on the Māori worldview on sound and connecting to nature. Along the way, we uncover stories through sounds in Dunedin's marine environment. This series is part of the Aotearoa Stories and Sound Project, a project out of the Otago University's Centre for Science Communication that is recording and compiling meaningful sounds from around New Zealand and sharing stories about them. If you are interested in hearing more about the stories and sounds found in local wild spaces, have a listen to the podcast series Tune Into Nature with Karfik SS which can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you to Nancy Longnecker at the Otago University Centre for Science Communication. Music for today's podcast was from Blue Dot Sessions. Kia ora and thank you for tuning in today. You've been listening to Dunedin Stories in Sound, a podcast series created by Sarah Mankelow, who's completing a science communication internship at the University of Otago Centre for Science Communication. For further episodes in this three-part series, look for Dunedin Stories in Sound on the website oar.org.nz. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.